Thank you for returning to part three of my sesh with the darling Reverend Kelly Addison. This is where she gets into the nitty-gritty of her personal experience and helps us all realize there's so much to learn. Come on in. Welcome to Season 3 of the Cannabivarum Podcast, the Cannabis Truth Podcast. I speak the language of cannabis freely and uncensored while educating my audience on safe use of this live plant therapy. You should know what's in your cannabis, what's good and what's not. It does not come with an FDA stamp of approval yet. Using cannabis mindfully as medication is a different concept in Western healthcare philosophy, specifically of the past 100 years. There's a lot to learn and reconsider. The information you'll find here comes straight from scientists and clinicians doing the work and reporting their findings in real time through various live online outlets. The scientific truth of cannabis is finally getting out and is wide open for all to see at respected medical sites like PubMed.gov and JAMA, the Journal of American Medical Association. And I'm right there in the thick of it with all those titans of medicine as a fly on the wall, because I'm not a doctor, nor did I go to med school, but I did take dozens of private cannabis courses from those scientists and clinicians and still engage in continuing education offered by cannabis experts from around the world. Now I understand the bigger picture, and I talk to people all day long about cannabis and hopefully inspired them to research the facts as we know them today. Cannabis is an amazing alternative in health remedies. It can reportedly alleviate typical disease problems and troubling side effects, even those caused by synthetic prescriptions. This is Honey Smith-Walls, a 21st century cannabis shaman, not a doctor, not a scientist, raised by nuns and wolves in the verdant cattle pastures of the Oklahoma oil fields. I'm here to amplify the truth of this great big story in cannabis, in historical, political, and scientific terms, so you can make educated decisions about the medicine you choose to ingest. I want to go back to one thing I was curious about, your story of... um, um, hyperemesis. How how long did you take a break? How long was that until you f- you could come back and find relief through uh, smaller doses? Twenty one days, and I didn't make. I didn't know it was going to be three weeks. I tried throughout those three weeks to to go back to it, mm-hmm. but that's what seemed to be, and it seemed like the 22nd day um, and all of my, my spiritual um, sisters and brothers that I've shared this with have said, yep, it was 21 days. Cause after 21 days, it's a, a spiritual cleanse is, is what we call it in the metaphysical community. So they also believe, and, and I've come to believe that too, that it was a spiritual cleanse. I needed to, our plant gives us what we need when we need to get it from her. So at this point in time, and I'll say Siobhan, uh, Siobhan McCarthy shared this with me. She said, you're the, the plant you can't consume her right now kelly she doesn't she says it's you're not it's not time for you to do that and what happened during those 3 weeks is i was able to think in a different way see things in a different way feel pain feel my chaos feel my disorders deal with things that maybe i was 
such a lesson. Right, the plant was not allowing me to consume her, so I had to not have her for those three weeks so that I can see a different perspective, and it really helped. Even now, today, it's still a little bit. I'm I'm still a little bit foggy and cloudy from that. It it was a trauma traumatic experience. It was a different layer to have to develop, and it's only very like within the last maybe four weeks that I felt even better enough to consume cannabis again. Wow! 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 I want to go back to listening to you talk to Kevin McDonald on his show. It's uh, his show is called my independence report and it, and um, you can Google that, but I'll have a link to it also in my show notes because it was a wonderful, uh, sweet little interview with you. And in that you talked about having severe trauma, trauma issues. You protect yourself from more traumatic input such as tv and radio and social media and all of that stuff and i just love the way that you find balance in this chaotic world that we live in and all that happens to us we are all traumatized human beings even if we're in the best of circumstances just having to listen to what's happening around the world is traumatic and i I appreciate you bringing light to that and how cannabis can help all of us assuage these fears and help us blossom new ideas that will uh, bring peace to our societies and just living next door or even in the same house with one another. You mentioned Mm -hmm. your husband a minute ago, uh, uh, wishing he could hear, you know, what the doctor, what the good doctor said. I, I nearly fell out of my seat. I just said the same thing about my own husband not 15 minutes ago to somebody else because he doesn't believe either. And he lives with me. And he's a, a generally a man of science. But right now, he's just got his hands up over his ears saying, don't bother me with the facts. I know what I believe. Oh, and- I was saying about my husband because he's been hearing me shout it. My husband wrote the, the children's book with me. He's uh, a, exactly my partner with all of the things that I do with cannabis. And we, we met in cannabis. He's, oh, he's, I misunderstood oh, that. I'm so sorry. <laughs> no, he's How and, lucky and you are, sure. Oh, we 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 uh, fell in love consuming cannabis together. We oh, spent all of our time consuming cannabis. Together. He's I can't roll the joint for the life of me, honey. He's the <laughs> he's he's who rolls all of our, all of my different doobies. I'm sorry that your husband uh, isn't on board with it, but I'll share this with you too. I have a lot of female friends who say that that their husband will drink and drink whatever alcohol a, a beverage, but won't consume cannabis, and then she has to or they have to hide their cannabis uh, from them or or get a disappointed look or more of a a not understanding and um you also that i've written this book own family is not even open to me reading the book or or sharing it with them i'm talking parents brother niece and nephew they're they i i i've completely stigmatized with my own blood relatives so it's not um Anything that we can change or do, I've tried, um, and they'll just have to come around to it, honey. Most people whose lives have been saved by cannabis, which they will say I'm saved by cannabis, used to hate it and be against it and say, oh, yeah. no, that's a stinky plant. So it just takes whatever they need to, whatever they need cannabis for. and once To they come find to it, truth. 
Truth comes to people in different timing and divine timing. I I see that I do. And (laughs) I find many, many lessons in the fact that he still puts his hands over his ears because I know that it is this way for many people, but he's also a man of age. He's, he's 90 now. And so he's lived through, you know, his whole life hearing that, uh, weed and pot and marijuana is bad and he just can't get it across you know why he can't see why a real regular doctor isn't telling him he should go have that instead of his other pills (sighs) see there's a huge disconnect for him and i get that and so the lessons have just been beautifully coming to me uh even though he doesn't um believe yeah Anything I'm telling him or the science or the scientists I follow or none of it. He won't have any of it. No, not even. He just won't have anything to do with it. He just doesn't buy it. And so uh, that's that's the attitude that that we face down here. Mm -hmm. Until the U.S. government seriously gets behind this and and approves it by descheduling it completely, you know. Uh, there's a lot of, of elderly people who have this attitude and it's, you know, sad, sad for him. Uh, but, uh, a lesson in how we change people's hearts and minds about something they're already so programmed against, you know, we have to get through religion to get to spirituality, so to speak. Friends. I've heard you complain long enough about how to find trustworthy and consistent over-the-counter CBD products, and I've taken a new position on the subject. I'm proud of my affiliation with Dr. Dustin Sulak. His Healer CBD products can be shipped to all 50 states. Healer products will give you a full-spectrum, whole-plant, entourage effect of all the compounds that grow naturally in the cannabis plant. You'll have the best opportunity to manage your aches and pains or anxiety or spasming organs with a full-spectrum, whole-plant product because all the natural compounds will work perfectly together in synergy within your body to manage what's happening. You may recall that I've been taking the acidic version of his cannabidiol or CBDA product. It has everything plus a lot more of the compound which Dr. Sulak and other leaders in this industry have found to be more potent, thereby using less, which ends up making a big difference to your wallet. But it also adds many benefits to your body. Find out more about Dr. Dustin Sulak's CBDA product and the value it can add to your life. Ship directly to your front door. Click on my Sweet Savings link below and start lifting your quality of life with Healer CBD products today. Blessings to your husband, hopefully one day. <laughs> Thank you, precious. Everyone, I'll forward that on to him through my yeah. own prayers for yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, I love how you preach. I love how you talk. It's so wonderful to hear, uh, uh, to hear you just 
love this plant and life and society and people around you so much that it's so easy for you to talk about all of this. I take such a great uh, lesson in grace uh, from you, from our chat. Well, I've enjoyed our conversation too, honey. I, I was actually thinking that you were closer to my age and wondering how on earth you have a 90 year old husband. Oh, he <laughs> robbed the cradle. Woo! I was like, what? <laughs> yeah, that's all. I'm, I'm just turned 68. Oh so, my. Uh, he robbed the cradle and he was really still is really, really, really cute. So with lots of charm. So well, he just swept so me much. right off my feet. Oh my goodness. <laughs> this is a wonderful story. Yeah. So yeah, he took me sailing uh uh on a boat for five years in the Caribbean. I'm not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> you you deserved it, honey. I can it tell. It was fun. Well, yeah, it was uh, seeing lots of different other cultures and understanding, you know, more about how the world works and being a minority uh, on uh, black islands because I'm white. My husband is black. Uh, by the time we got down to Trinidad, he said that it was the first time he'd ever felt uh, like a man, not as a black man. Oh, my husband is a black man too, honey. See, so there you have it. So down here, we're worried about what the Supreme Court is going to do about us having an interracial marriage. Can you believe that shit? I'm just, you know, yeah, it's true. They, they're already uh, trying to pull uh, abortion rights away from women down here. And, uh, and after abortion rights, they're going to go after uh, interracial marriages and, and bisexual um, and hetero, um, sorry, homosexual marriages and all kinds of things. So it's getting pretty scary down here. Wow. Do you want to come and live with me, honey? I've yes, darling, may I? <laughs> no alligators. You're so precious. No alligators. <laughs> Can I bring my little wolf charges yes. though? Yes. They'll have a good time chasing yes. moose up there. Or is it meese? I don't know. <laughs> oh, honey, it's been such a pleasure talking to you. I can't wait to hear you on Sunday evening at seven o'clock, right? So yes, and I go a, to your a, site. Do we have to go to your site to register a, for that? No registering, just tune into KGL TV on YouTube. Oh. Yep. Okay. KGL TV, that's our YouTube channel. KGL TV, okay. like Kelly's Green Lounge TV. So KGL TV on YouTube. And I just sure will. Oh, thanks. Yeah. I didn't realize that. I am so naive about <laughs> all of these different platforms. I feel like such an old fart about them. And the learning curve, you know, is really high. I guess uh, but I do love uh, watching YouTube. Well, we've got YouTube TV. And, uh, you know, we're just completely entertained by it. And so I'm so glad that I'll get to see you. I thought I, I, don't, I don't know what I thought. I thought I was just tuning in like old time radio. I'm oh, so goofy. I appreciate you tuning in. I have a, a wonderful guest coming on to share her experience of cannabis with postpartum depression and how <gasps> cannabis really saved her life. And she's, she's a wonderful, wonderful cannabis coach and consultant now. Her name is Alex. Um, so she's my guest on Sunday. So she's a real treat. Okay. Let me, let me give you a little tidbit, uh, mm -hmm. juicy tidbit for her. There was this Jamaican study done in the 2000s, I think, sometime in the 2000s, um, of all the pregnant women and uh, 
nursing mothers and mothers up until their children were five years old. And there were lots of them that they studied for cannabis use during that time. And so they collected all of this data and it's pretty famous um, study and it's written up in all of the, you know, PubMed and cited and all of that. And so my friend, Dr. Janester Wilson King, in Orlando, Florida, is going to help the woman who did that first study do part two of that study, study on women who are pregnant and using cannabis, who are nursing and using cannabis, and the study will continue, I'm assuming, up till the age of five, like Mm. it did the first time throughout, you know, uh, the United States. So I'm really looking forward to hearing more about this because I have a personal relationship with a Canadian girl called Racy Cakes on the app called Cana Buzz, brand new app, all for cannabis, cannabis people. And most of what I see on Cana Buzz are people just taking heavy-duty rips off of bongs and dabs and blowing it in your face and dancing to music so it's real recreational and I thought well this is a nice place I could maybe you know put in a few words of education about cannabis and so I've been developing these relationships you know these friendships with these people and this one woman just you know was like nine months pregnant and ripping and snorting and dancing and having a good time. And when I asked her about it, she said, Oh, this is my second cane of baby. She says, she's got another one and he's perfectly healthy and fine and la la la. And she had a perfect birth and he's never had a cold in his life. And, yeah. and uh, you know, and uh, she's getting ready to pop out the second one. Lo and behold, she pops it out and within hours. She's back dancing, you know, yeah. ripping, ripping bongs and, and kind of doing a- dabs. And I'm just blown away because of all of the fear and propaganda that's been put into my mind about cannabis being so horrible for nursing mothers. I have so many that call me mummies, mummies to be that call me crying because they go to their doctor and the doctor says, you must stop. And they call me crying. Kelly, is it going to hurt me? Is it going to hurt my baby? And I'm so many mummies I coach through and I say, you know what? Let's put a post up online. So we put a post up on my Facebook page. It's Kelly's Greenland Facebook page. Does anybody have any experience with this? There were hundreds of moms that came on and said, I'm okay. I breastfed. I'm okay. I'm taking it right now. I'm consuming cannabis right now. My sister, my my sister in Scotland, she's, she's so beautiful. She's, I think she's six or seven months pregnant now. And she talks about it all the time. And maybe it's, maybe if smoking scares you, if that's what it is, then consume by tincture or consume by edible or consume by any. Or use the acids that don't get you high or Yep. Yep. It's okay for us. It's okay for our babies. It's okay for our mummies. And it's one day I really want to open up a medical facility where mummies can come in the middle of the night and have their babies and not have an epidural. They can use cannabis to numb them for the pain and and have a cannabis nurse coach by them. There needs to be that. There does. Yeah. Along with the latching nurse. That needs to be that. Yeah. 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 Yep. It'll happen. It'll It'll happen. happen. 
with more. I love the way women look at the yeah, look at the world to be. Women have such a different view on the world to be. I Men are always it. talking about warring and yep. overpowering and overcoming money. and money, money. and control. Yep. And yep. women are always nursing and, you know, safeguarding yes. health and yes. helping you pass to the next spiritual place, whether it's yep. living or not. And, yep. You know, women yes. just have such a, a sweeter, kinder outlook. And I have to say, I've met an awful lot of compassionate men in this industry. And so it gives me hope that, you know, that the male, the male energy that is violent and controlling can eventually settle down uh, Mm. through our mother ganja, you know, with the help of our mother ganja. That's right. Absolutely. Absolutely. All binding us together. And I just want to take a moment to say thank you, honey, for what you're doing, for making a cannabis podcast and spreading this information and making a clubhouse voice and and doing the things that you're doing. You're doing that in a country that is overregulated and completely illegal federally. And that's just not that's not okay. but you're making it okay. So thank you for what you're doing. The plant appreciates you. You are a spokesperson for the cannabis plant. Well, you're precious to say that out loud, and I, I, I'm already such a major fan of yours. I can't wait to come to Sunday meeting uh, with you. Now I've missed having a spiritual place to congregate like I used to in church. I mean, I appreciate so many good things uh, about different church denominations and the societies that they control within their walls but um i really wanted to be in a spiritual place and you're so inspiring uh for exactly what i'm looking for and how i want to be myself i really i'm searching for peace too i get angry and upset and short-tempered and you know i'm trying to regulate these emotions of mine it's hard in this uh uh male uh violent energy uh climate right now especially down here in the u.s um, and so uh, countering all of that through cannabis is extremely important to me. And having good examples and good cannabis input like you is very central to maintaining my own mental homeostasis, you know, uh, throughout my days these days have been hard for all of us, all of us living through this trauma going on, all these wars, you know, how come they can take out uh, Al Sawari and not Putin? You know, <laughs> I'm just asking, how yeah, come, yeah. you know, th- there's, there's this pact between countries not to take out their leaders, but geez, how come they can do him and not, not the other who's already devastated another country you know, because people are afraid to go uh, take him out. I'm just, I'm just saying it out loud. Well, there's no answer for that. There isn't, there isn't, except to balance that Pisces gone and into the age of Aquarius with all of the woman dominance, the yin, the yin needs to lead now. Okay. Well, I look forward to learning more spiritual language from you and understanding, gaining understanding into spiritualism because, um, oh, I had a gift not long ago. 
I'm I'm learning mantras because I too am theatrical and musical. I've got a band and we play ancient music, you know, from uh, the 12th and 14th centuries. But besides all that, it's it's learning those ancient mantras that are so appealing to me because of the origin that I seek in truth right? So the mantras, these ancient mantras are just so amazing. And I sang just a simple om the other day for so long that I was able to get what felt like a universal pulse, not anything in my own natural vibrato I have ever heard or experienced or tried to facilitate it just came naturally and it felt like the pulse of the earth to me that's the kind of spiritualism i'm Mm. trying to tap into and apparently i did did i recognized that i'd never you know this was not of me this was of uh, a collective a collective vibration there it was Mm. the all these spiritual things i'm learning and uh i'm not i'm not trying to be all goofy about the you know the ancient thing but uh it when you start finding out the ancient wisdom then you begin understanding how deeply spiritual a connection you have with one another and how traumatic we have uh, uh, been the trauma we've been forced to endure through separation because when you learn about spirituality, you learn that we are all one. one. And when we are not able to breathe in each other's cells, it is a particular cellular molecular privation that we have all been traumatized from yes oneness non-duality oneness non-duality and so being deprived of that has been exceptionally painful for all of us around the world and now now through learning through spirituality we can find it again and i i was blessed with that precious pulse-like feeling from my own throat I mean it was it was not guttural so much as I don't know it's just an unrecognized it was a recognizable pulse that I'd never been able to perform before mm. and it wow. was lovely wow so. <laughs> that's beautiful honey blessings to you for that Thank you, dear heart. And I'm so, I'm so grateful that you could spend all this time with us. Goodness, all this time with us. You know what? This is going to become a series. I, I, <laughs> I, I love that. I can't wait to hear it. You let me know when it comes out. I'll dear listen heart, for sure. I will. And I'll be listening to you as well. Um, I'll be in touch. Of course, I've got your number. And so I'll text you as soon as I know uh, when this when this can air. But thank you again for uh, the many, many graces and blessings that you've put upon this uh, dear audience of mine. And uh, I so look forward to having a, a long friendship with you and uh i'll be a follower in your group on sundays sunday evenings at seven on youtube absolutely we'll see you then it, it's two 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 right now honey two 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 i'm sending it you is. it is isn't that beautiful it's a blessing awesome. from my heart to yours and 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 i love you and i send you thank cannabis you. blessings and uh and we'll talk to you very soon again thank you again dear heart we love you too bye-bye now bye. Hey, my friends, 
I want to give you a tip about a neurologist I know and trust. Dr. Anthony Mazzo is a highly rated specialist here in Melbourne, Florida, one of the first physicians to research and study cannabis since 2016 when it was legalized in Florida. Well, now, Dr. Mazzo is not quick to prescribe traditional synthetic chemicals when he knows that this gentle live plant therapy will likely give needed relief. Now, I know this to be true because I had to see him for my own old lady neuropathy issues. You see, he's a neurologist. And he didn't prescribe the usual stuff. He told me to go get a particular kind of cannabis instead and use it in a very specific way to find relief. And that is what every doctor in America should have in their little black bag. His clinic details will be in my show notes for you. Why? Because he's a trusted cannabis expert in the field of neurology right here in Melbourne, Florida. Dr. Anthony Mazzo at the Brevard Neuro Center on NASA Boulevard. See his details in my show notes. You've been listening to another Cannabivarum podcast with 21st century cannabis shaman, Honey Smith Walls, that's me, about the importance of using verifiably safe products, the process of getting a diagnosis from your family doctor, and taking your records to a cannabis specialist can lead you to the correct cannabinoid therapy for those issues. Otherwise, you're just your own guinea pig, looking for answers without any foundational knowledge or ability to determine the best choices or strategies. To find a qualified cannabis expert to help you in your area, visit CannabisClinicians.org. It is a national society of cannabis experts, and you'll see their link down in my show notes. Unless otherwise proven by a reputable third-party lab test, please regard all street weed as contaminated. It may do grave harm to a patient with a delicate immune system who already has inflammatory issues like arthritis, IBS, fibromyalgia, or worse. Thanks so much for listening today. I hope you found value and understanding through my podcast. I have many more thoughts upon the subject that go into a more spiritual direction. So in that vein, please join my brand new live stage on Clubhouse every Sunday morning at 8 a.m. Eastern. Look for Cannabis Church with Cannabivarum. It's the spiritual version of my weekly podcast, which usually covers all things in the cannabis industry. But we're live on Clubhouse so you can ask questions and inspire others with your own stories or just be a fly on the wall. Get there for live conversation with my learned friends. And if you miss, you can catch replays at a convenient time. Cannabis Church with Cannabivarum. Clubhouse, Sundays at 8 a.m. Eastern.